Hey guys, welcome back to Fake Adulting. Um, it is just Mira here today. Ananda is, you know, busy, life's insane. So I am here with a very special guest, my best friend, Jack Knox. Hi guys. He's gonna give a little chat. He's been uh, fiending to come on the podcast for a minute. Yes, so I have. I decided so to finally excited. let him. Um, so as you know, because you are an avid listener of Fake It All Time, um, we always start with the question, how are you really? So Jack Knox, how are you really? How am I really? Well, as Mira knows, today is a a day of mixed emotions (laughs) for me. Um, for those of you listening that know me, um, my, my idol, my, my everything is retiring today. <laughs> Young Sinatra, aka Bobby Tarantino, aka Psychological, aka Logic, aka Sir Robert Rice and Hall II. Logic <laughs> is retiring. He's releasing an album next week. What day? Uh the twenty fourth. So Today's the eighteenth. When is so the twenty fourth? Like, oh my I thought it was eight days. It's only six days. Oh, oh no, it's the sixteenth. Wait. It's like literally a week. It's away. eight, yeah, it's weeks. So like, it's kind of a. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I think if you're listening, you think I'm saying this in joking tone. No, him. he's a hundred percent serious. I, I. Have you cried yet? Not yet. Mm-hmm. My roommate, who I roomed with in college this freshman year, is a super big Logic fan, and all of a sudden today, we got a Instagram DM from him saying, "Bro, he better go on tour," and I was like, "Uh oh." And I looked at the post, and Logic was back on social media after months of not being. And he was announcing his new album coming in his retirement. So I'm a little sad, but also I'm Guys, very happy. Guys, he has a whole tattoo, like, in honor of Logic. I have, like, he I literally a got a tattoo. permanent tattoo for Logic. That's the boy. I mean, I mean, how can you go wrong with a guy who speaks for equality, mm, regardless nice. of race, religion, color, creed, sexual mm. orientation? That is... That's that's just the realest thing, you know. Right. And, but he's he's retiring because he is taking time in his life for his wife and his newborn. So son. like, just solidifies the fact that he's an incredible human. Kind of, yeah. Makes Jack so Jack simp even harder. Exactly. Exactly. Jack's a big simp. I am. I might be leader of the simps if that's everything. <laughs> Welcome to Simp Nation. Welcome to Simp Nation. I am your humble. Dictator. De- <laughs> Dem- Democratic leader. Okay. Okay. Um, but no. But yeah, I'm I'm doing okay. I'm a little I'm tired. I've been working a lot. Yeah. I was in Oklahoma for close to a month in total. Three weeks and then Oof. another week after a couple of days of being home. For work. So that was that's just you know. Fake adulting. <laughs> Fake adulting. You know, like, it's <laughs> Love to thing. see it. You know, I felt like kind of a big boy staying in my own hotel for like three yeah. weeks. Yeah. You're a big kid. It's something like that. You're I'd, so cool. I'd like to think so, but also I can't really think so because I'm me, so. Right, right, right. We'll get into that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I'm, I'm, for right now, I'm, 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 I'm doing pretty okay. You're okay. How are you doing, Mira? Well. Oh, people are yelling. I hope you can't hear that. 
Uh, my sister's probably gonna come down and yell, and maybe I'll just keep it in because sometimes she's funny. Yeah. Anyways, how am I really? Um, I'm exhausted as well. I'm also um, working really hard. In the past, okay, I, I calculated it. I've worked an average of 60 hours a week for the past four weeks. Nice. I'm, like, actually dying. Solid. Um, yeah, so that's a thing. I have two different, like, I have a job and then an internship. So I get up in the morning around 6 every day, go to a senior shoot, go straight from there to work at the salon for, like, 6 to 8 hours, go straight from there to another senior shoot, and then come home and do blog posts and sleep, maybe, if I have time. What? Wow. So I'm like exhausted. Grind. Yeah, but then guess what? Did you see I got pulled over this morning? Oh, of course you did. By literally the most, the biggest asshole ever. So I'm like driving from one job to the next and I'm going, okay, I'm on 394. Nobody goes 55 on 394. Nobody. Who goes 55 on 394? 55 is this. Yeah. Who does that? Nobody. Who I was going a 60. speed limit 55 no, literally, on the highway. Literally. Who? So I'm going like 60 on 394. This dodge charger with like tinted windows pulls out behind me and is like tailing me like going so fast and is like on my ass and remember when that guy threw coffee in my my window (laughs) ever since then (laughs) it's not funny it was funny (laughs) ever since then i'm like really stressed when people start like tailgating me and so i like speed up to get in another lane because it's rush hour so there's cars right next to me like it's like there's a lot of people on the highway so i speed up to like switch lanes as soon as i speed up it's an undercover cop he turns on his lights uh-huh. so he literally tricked me into speeding so then yeah, cops do that and i don't it's get such that. i don't think they should be able to do that they're like oh do something illegal ha <laughs> you do it yeah. yeah it's like no that's so dumb it's like those videos of the parents that are like i'm gonna leave the chocolate here and i'm gonna leave and you can't eat it till i get back yeah. and then they like film their kids i think that's so mean yeah why would you do that i'd be like i mean the chocolate yeah like the consequences yeah i don't care care. anyways so he pulls me over and okay so i like listen to a lot of um true crime podcasts and a lot of females get abducted by fake direction though what? It wasn't, you weren't listening to One Direction. It was, no, okay. no, 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 no. Oh, actually, like, when you pulled me over, I was listening to One Direction. Okay, okay, fair um, enough, Yeah, fair but, enough, like, uh, in my free time, I listen to True Crime podcasts, and a lot of, like, females get abducted by, like, fake cops. So, like, people will pretend to be a cop. They'll turn on their lights, pull girls over, and then, like, kidnap them. Wow. So, I, so, like, I've been told, like, when you get pulled over, if you're alone in the car, especially if it's an, like, undercover cop or unmarked vehicle, mm-hmm. you don't roll your window down all the way. So no. I rolled it down halfway. Plus we shouldn't anyways because of right. COVID right now. Right, right, right. So I rolled it down halfway. And that's legal. That's completely legal. Right. Like They even say, like, if you're not sure if it's an actual cop, you can call 911 before you even open the window and, like, ask if they have a squad car in the vicinity. Oh, wow. So they, like, so that you know for sure before you even talk wow. to the cop. And you can leave your window closed. Like, they might get mad, but, like, it's legal. Yeah. So I open my window halfway, and he's like, ma'am, I need you to open your window all the way. And I'm like, sir, I just don't feel comfortable. I'm a teenage girl alone in the car, and you're driving an unmarked vehicle. Like, I explain the situation. I'm like, it just makes me nervous. Like, I've learned that you're not supposed to roll your window down all the way. Whatever. I'm just right. protecting myself. He goes, oh, yeah, because all cops are bad, and starts laughing at me. And I go, oh, dear God, this oh is who I'm dealing with. I'm like, okay, here we go. So then he just, like, starts being so rude to me. I'm like, sir, I'm late for work. Here's my ID. I hand it to him. I'm like, I just got to go. He's like, oh, great, great. So I'm wasting your time. And he's like, do you know how fast you were going? You were going 80 and a 55. 
here's the deal. No way I was going 80 because I know for a fact I I have literally been like so conscious about not speeding right now because like my I can't afford my insurance to go up. I'm working so hard. Like mm-hmm. I don't want to deal with that. Yep. I'm not spending my money on speeding tickets or expensive insurance. So I've been really careful. So I was only going five over. Then here's the other thing. I drive a Kia Sedona busted ass minivan. There's no way that Fiona went from 60 to 80 in 20 in like two seconds. There's no way. Wow. And you should have looked at him and like, well, then you were speeding too because you were riding. Yeah, literally. Ass, I was so mad. I was like, oh my God. But long story short, I got like a $300 ticket oh. and, mm-hmm, and he didn't like, he literally marked it as 80 and a 55. That's 25 over like that. I think, isn't that like a felony? No, it's only a felony if you go 100 and you have somebody in the car. Oh, God. Or no, no, no. It's like a It's a felony. No, no, no. It's not a felony, but you get a massive ticket. Yeah. But if you have somebody in the car and you go over 100 or you go 100. That's attempted murder, isn't it? It's a felony and it's like reckless endangerment. Oh, my God. Yeah, anyways, but I set a court date this morning, so I'm not paying that shit. Good. I'm literally, I'm like taking it to court. I'm like, no, hell no. Not you, like, even if he was a respectable cop, like, maybe then, but like, since he was an asshole. Yeah, no. And he literally tricked me into speeding. I wouldn't have, yeah. like, that's so unfair. And he, like, is, he literally lied. Like, I did not go 80. I promise you I was not going 80. And he, like, oh, God, whatever. That's Anyways. what you have to do is when people are riding your ass, all, you just don't speed up. Just But that's what I did. Slow that's what I did last can. time, and the dude threw coffee in my window. <laughs> so it stresses me out. I can't do it. Okay. Yeah, I just can't win. It's just, I just, yeah, whatever. That's I a really toughie. Yeah. So that sucked. That was a bad start to wow. my day. Then I like literally was crying and I was like crying in front of the zoo because I'm like overtired. And I don't like crying in front of anybody. Like I just don't. <sighs> You're like the only person I think I've like cried in front of in like a long time. But that's because like you seem hard too. So like. Mm. I. They can't get no, worse. <laughs> you know, don't get the wrong idea of me. For those who know me and don't know me. I do not show my emotions. <laughs> at all ever no i'm kidding i show them fucking all the time 24 <laughs> 7 i show them literally like no but i appreciate that about you all the time yeah okay we should get into this so yeah um first question for you so basically guys this episode is about like mental health and especially like how boys experience dealing with mental health in like this society basically so first before we get into that give a little like Short bio about yourself. Short bio. Like, who is Jack Knox? I go off on tangents, and Mira's instructed yes. me not to. <laughs> so, um, I am Jack Knox. I am 19 years of age. Wow, this is, you can already tell this is going to be way too long. But, <laughs> um, so, currently, I'm, a, I, uh, I'm an Iowa State student. Um, I'm studying construction engineering. And kind of my history is both my, well, my mom and my quote-unquote stepdad, because they're not married, um, are both in construction. So that kind of led me into being in construction. Um, it's Lashley's birthday. Come on, you gotta have this down. I don't remember what his um, birthday is. And so I basically... I knew it was Lashley's birthday. I just didn't know what his birthday was. <laughs> and basically... Um, long story short, I live with my mother, my, my stepdad, who's not actually legally my stepdad, and my brother and my puppy, and I do not see my father, he is, that's, that's a long story, but long story short, my father and that side of my family was not a positive influence on my life by any means, 
Um, and I'm not, I'm not here to, to speak down on my father. He's, I mean, he was brought up in a household where abuse is a word that comes to mind when I hear of the things that his mother, how he would, was treated and how his siblings were treated. Um, but for me personally, I'm somebody who's a very open-minded person and they are not a very open-minded group of people. So <laughs> I chose to remove myself from that situation when I was about 14, going into, so I have not lived in the same house under the same roof as my father since I was um, the summer before going into freshman year of high school. Um, that's been a hard thing, but I'm thankful I have another father figure in my life to show me, because I feel like I've had a father figure that's shown me what not to do, and now a father figure that shows me what to do to be a good man. And so I'm, it's, it's hard sometimes, but I'm thankful for that. Um, there's been a lot of times in life, even from a younger age, as Mira said, we're talking about mental health, there, that when I was younger, I would, I would worry about things or I would freak out about things and I wouldn't understand why or I wouldn't understand why I was doing the things I was doing. And a lot of that's come to light through high school, learning a little about, my, about myself. I started seeing a therapist senior year because I was pretty much... Because I told you to, literally. Because Mira told me to. <laughs> because I diagnosed him with anxiety. Right. And... <laughs> oh, God. We'll and... Yeah. And I, once Mira had told me, you know... I think you have anxiety. And we I were literally sitting in the, we were in my minivan chatting because I was kind of like what we would do. We were just like, yeah, we just got each other. We would always just talk about stuff. Yeah. And we're sitting in my minivan and he's like telling me all this stuff about how he's feeling and like how stressed he is and how he's like always worried about things and blah, 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 just going on and on. And I looked at him and I was like, do you see, a, what did I say? I was like, I don't, I honestly I think don't I literally, even I think I literally, day. I was like. I remember I was like, I was like, you know, you should maybe see someone. I think you have anxiety. And was this know, junior year? No, this was senior year. It was right after your breakup. No, it couldn't have been senior I year. I think it was. Because I knew I felt that I had anxiety. Yeah, but we didn't senior talk about it. Like you didn't like acknowledge it because you didn't, you literally didn't acknowledge it until then. I think. I think what it was was I acknowledged it, but it was always so it would come and go, and yeah. I thought it was so situational. I'm like, oh, I don't have anxiety. Like, it's not. It couldn't be that because like people who have anxiety are always dealing with an anxiety and always this and yeah, always that. Yeah, which just isn't true. Which just couldn't be less true because junior year of high school, everybody who knew me basically didn't know me anymore because I was just not even myself because I was going through a lot of a lot of things and. <laughs> A rough breakup and and things, which is all better now. Different breakup than the other one that I was talking about before. Different, <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. But that was something that was tough. But we got through it, and and I'm I'm thankful for the that experience. And I feel like I grew a lot from that, and I feel like um the girl that I was dating did also grow a lot from that, even though it was very very hard on both of us um and so I was very I was very much experiencing anxiety through that year and then um senior 
summer before senior year, I felt like I was freaking at the highest point of my life. I was so happy. I was ready to go to college. I was all this. And then about mm, the fall of that year, I started feeling a little weird again. Um, and then it kind of just tanked again. And then I was at that point, I told my mom, she had already asked me to the junior year. She's like, do you want to see a therapist? I was like, no, no, I'm fine. I'll get through it on my own. And then I, that after um, my girlfriend and I broke up senior year, a different girlfriend, I, it was, I was like, it's time. I need to go see a therapist. And I saw a therapist. And if you're listening to this and you're struggling with mental health, Go see or if you're not even struggling with mental health and you just want somebody to talk to, 10 out of 10 recommend go seeing a therapist 100%, 1000%. It is the most relieving, releasing thing yeah. you will ever experience having somebody to talk to who's not your friend or your your, your who's parent. Who's a professional. Who's a professional Literally and trained. can explain to you the things yeah. that you don't explain going on in your own mind, whether yeah. you're struggling very deeply or very surface level or yeah. not at all people they'll explain to you what what's yeah. going on or even well, things not to do with mental health just things you're curious about in life yeah they'll explain to you and talk to you yeah um a lot of people will say like i just don't like talking to like people i don't know i don't like talking to strangers right. you haven't found the right therapist if exactly you, like if you don't like your therapist go find a different one if you're uncomfortable yep. find someone that makes you comfortable like it's okay to change absolutely anyways so we've already gone on too many tangents let's we go back to the questions so many tangents. Um, I knew this is gonna what, happen what is your post high school plan you kind of already said this yeah so my post high school plan is i want to go i want to finish my my um it's actually kind of shifted here for a minute Really? Yeah. What was okay? So, what was your high, post high school plan when you like before you graduated from high school? Was go to Iowa State, um, or go to a, a college before I knew I was getting into Iowa State and yeah. study construction engineering. And then what is it now? And well, One now year. it's literally the like same. a year out of high school. It's the same thing, but my my career plans have kind of changed. I think, I think I was originally planning to be a project manager, which means I would go into an office every day. Yeah. And I would do. I would pretty much run the project from the office. I'd be on the site sometimes, but I wouldn't really get to actually build anything. And I'm thinking now I might do what my stepdad does and be a superintendent for a few years so I can actually work in the field and uh-huh. build up um, an understanding and an appreciation for the guys working in the field. So when I'm sitting in an office telling guys what to do, I can understand what they're going through and not just yeah. expect too much of them, expect too little of them. That's smart. Tell them this, tell them that, tell them this, tell them that. And actually understand and get an understanding of what what I need to do to make their jobs easier make my job easier everything just work better so that's that's where I'm at right now but who knows it could change halfway through the the second semester of freshman year I wanted to change completely and be a therapist so who who knows who knows who knows you know um what is an example of how you fake adult oh how do I fake adult well I already said I like the epitome of a fake adult you really are yeah, because if you meet me, I'll be pleasant and polite to you and talk you to like you definitely like you're have an your adult shit if I don't know you that well. But if I know you, you're like, oh my gosh, this, this childish is little mother. <laughs> <laughs> but how I fake it all is, like I said, I went to Oklahoma for quite a while in my job that I got this summer. Um, I drove here to Mira's house in my fancy company car. Um <laughs> That, that is, that like, you... way above my pay grade, and I cannot believe that the company was just like, 
here, 19 year old kid, why don't you drive this? You've worked here a month. We know you. <laughs> I was like, I mean, okay. <laughs> and it's definitely the nicest, well, one of the nicest cars I've driven. And it's like, I feel like a fake adult every time I get in the car. Cause I'm like, yeah, I'm driving this fancy car that I could never afford in like 10 years of saving my money. So that's an example of fake adulting. Um, Saving money. You also hit a deer with that car then. Oh, there was a deer dead on the road in Oklahoma at around 4.45 a.m. And I didn't see it in time. And I was like, huh, what is that on the road? (laughs) In the fancy company car. In the fancy company car and broke the plastic underneath it. I had to send (laughs) pictures to my boss yesterday so they could talk to the insurance company and get that fixed. Um, So if that doesn't scream, I'm a fake at all. I don't know what is because... (laughs) I'm hitting a deer that's already still on the road, not moving, just dead on the road, and I hit it. And I managed to hit it and hurt the car. It was unbelievable. I was, like, for the next mile, I was just, like, mouth agape driving down the road. <laughs> I'm kidding. No freaking way oh God. did that just happen. And, yeah, it, yeah. and then I had to stop at the nearest gas station by duct tape to oh. tape the bottom of the car oh. back together. Oh my god. Yeah, it wasn't horrible. The car drives fine. It's totally great, but yeah. Not a good time. That's just an example of fake adulting in yeah. my in my situation in life. Um I guess you kind of have, but like talk a little bit about like your journey with mental health. So like you've talked um, about that a, a bit. Like you've you experienced yeah. it as a kid, you didn't really know what it was, you yep. figured it out, you go to therapy now. Yeah, and where are you at like now? Now I'm you know, coping. Uh, something I've realized recently that's been going on for a while, but I've actually put a name to it by self. Definitely, I haven't seen a doctor or anything. Uh-huh. This is completely self diagnosed. But I'm pretty sure I have some sort of form of OCD. Um, it's. It's. Uh, And it's something I realized I think I've had for a long time, just way more subtly. Yeah. Like when I was, I think I told you this, Mira, like when I was younger, like I would, like just the most random thing, like standing, I'd go to the bathroom and then I'd go to wash my hands and I'd like pump soap into my hand a certain number of times. And if it wasn't that certain number of times, I, it would, it would bother me. And I was just like, when I was younger, I was kind of like, oh, happy go lucky. Okay. Well, it bothers me, but like. I'll just pump some more stuff in my hand and I'll feel fine. And it's literally something that simple. It sounds ridiculous, yeah. but it's something that simple that, and, and that's been, it's been tasking lately. It's been something that's become more prevalent really? in my life lately. And yeah, it's, it's definitely something to, that I, that I think about often. And it's like, it's very hard to explain because I've tried to explain it to multiple people, like Mira and yeah, like my friend Tyler and stuff. But our friend Tyler, our now. friend Tyler, <laughs> and it's 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 ex- incredibly hard to explain. Because even when I'm explaining it to somebody, I'm like, hmm, this doesn't really make sense. Why is it this? Yeah. But then it's weird that something like that can have such a power over me when I'm trying to, you know, kind of combat my way through it and figure it out. And it's that like and that's what overbearing on for. me exactly so 
I have not reached out to my therapist. Are you lately. able to go like in the building? I don't know. He does because I don't think he even you? it does is at the same practice anymore. Oh really? I think yeah. He got a different job. I can't go into the building like it's all via Zoom, and I just it's not oh, the same. I was gonna me. ask you because what I was gonna do was reach out to my therapist and see if I could meet with him in person. If he said no, I was gonna be like respectfully. I need to meet with somebody in person. So I was going to ask if your therapist did, but, mm-hmm. and also if that was conflict of interest, well, but I didn't think it would be. No, I have, my cousin sees her actually. Oh. Um, no, I think some of them at where I go are back in, but she has kids and she just doesn't really want to go back yet. So she's yeah. still doing it over Zoom, I think. But okay. I, I, honestly, I don't even know because I haven't met with her in so long because I hate the Zoom calls. Like yeah. I just don't, it doesn't feel the same for me. I definitely need an in-person interaction. Yeah. There's so many things I need to talk to my therapist about. I know, dude. Oh, I'm going to come back and she's going to be like, uh, are you good? (laughs) You should have been here a long time ago. Right. I'm, and me, it's bad, but I'm kind of holding out until I get to school and then I'm going to try and either get a therapist in town in Ames. Yeah, or or, at school. Or at school. I know there's some, but again, if you get a, if you go to therapy, First of all, I want people to know if you don't, I mean, not that people listening are ignorant. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is if you have the idea in your mind that going to therapy is like you see in the movie where you lay on a cot or something (laughs) or a couch and somebody, some old white man in a suit sits cross-legged and scribbles notes silently while he judges you that's not how it Literally is not even it. my therapist they're not even there to like diagnose you or anything no like, they're, not they're there just to, like, there to fix, talk they're just there to like yeah and and my my therapist was literally the coolest dude ever um like i'm telling you when i say it's not like you see in the movies like my therapist walked out he's about a 6'2 dude maybe like 220 230 maybe even 240s a He's a big dude. Not not chunky. He's just like a solid dude. Got full sleeve tattoos up both arms. Just a shaved head. Man's wearing Nike Air Maxes. Mm-hmm. I was like, blue jeans and a plain white t-shirt. I was like... This is my guy. This is my dude. Yeah. And I walked in and we just hit it off. And he was like one of the most helpful, influential people in my life. Yeah. And I love my therapist. Yeah, right? I miss her. And And like... Another thing that's big to me is, well, obviously music is a big therapeutic kind of thing to me, and so I have tattoos, and seeing him with tattoos was just like, wow, that's really cool. So I had already had one tattoo, my Logic tattoo, my first tattoo. Your first tattoo. Very, very happy to say and proud to say that Logic was first represented on, on my skin. But um, seeing him with tattoos is like, wow, that's like something that's super cool to me. And I, when I was younger, I was like, needle? I'm never getting a tattoo. Needle? I don't think so. But it's something I've grown to love. And, and to a lot of people, okay, I'm going off on a tangent for oh, here just we go. a fucking minute here. <laughs> a lot of times. Really bad. I should have said, so this is an episode that's supposed to be about mental health, but like also it's gonna be about everything else in the entire world because Jack's gonna talk about everything and it's gonna go on for hours. Oh, we're shooting for this to be the longest episode of Fight It All Day. No, I'm kidding. But um, tangent. Sorry. Another. This is another tangent I'm gonna go off on, which kind of pertains to what we're talking about. Um, a lot of people 
are are quick to judge yes. on many aspects. Yes. My tattoo, yeah, everybody's like, oh, you got some dumb tattoo that represents a rapper. Yeah. Logic is... And I'm not going to sit here and beat the dead horse about logic, okay? Don't get me wrong. Man is my idol. I look up to him for everything. There's so many times on a daily basis, I'm like, hmm, I wonder what Bobby would do right now. But <laughs> because he's just that genuine of a guy. And if, if you're familiar with him and you're listening to this, good shit. If you're not, please, like, listen to one of his songs. Listen to to an interview with him or there's a show on netflix about him called rapture he's a he's a rapper he's a singer he's an author he's i mean he's a producer he is writing his own movie starring in his own movie he's a dad he's a dad now he's a husband now all this stuff he works so hard and and a lot of people, when I first got my tattoo, given I'm somebody that everybody feels comfortable, and I feel comfortable with when they give me shit about things, and it totally is just like, people give me shit, and I just think it's funny, and I, I don't take it to heart too often. Even if they want you to. Even if they want me to, I'm kind of just like, huh, you suck, okay. Yeah. Um, and then, but a lot of people who I know, so that my tattoo is a symbol for his album, Everybody, which I said talks about his main, what do you call it? Mantra? No, yeah, his mantra. mantra. Yeah, motto, is mantra. peace, love, and positivity. And people hate on this dude, and it's unbelievable. And I get it if you don't like his music, but, like, my tattoo represents his album. That's literally, as he describes it, the fight for equality for every man, woman, or child, regardless of race, religion, color, creed, or sexual orientation. And there's a lot of people that I went to high school with and that talk to me who don't know me that see my tattoo and they're like, oh, you got a rapper tattoo. That's so stupid. And I'm like sitting there thinking, okay, well, if you would have liked to understand what it means, I would have explained it to you. But now I'm not even going to, even though I know if I explained it to you, you'd be like, wow, that's really meaningful. And I really feel those and believe those things too. So it's stuff like that. Not all of them would say that. Not all of them would say that. Let me tell you, not all of them would not say that. Not all of them. But I've had an equal amount of people come up to me and say, hey, what is that tattoo? And when I tell them what it is, They're they don't like, laugh Shit. at me and say, oh, that's an album by a rapper? They say, oh, wow, like, tell me more about it. And I'm like, okay, it's... And I explain to them what I just explained to you. And, and, it's, <laughs> and then people genuinely appreciate it. So yeah. it's like, if you see somebody with a tattoo or if you see somebody with certain color hair or a certain size of feet or a certain height or as we're talking about in the news and in the world lately a certain skin color if you're quick to judge them it's okay just fix it and if you're still quick to judge them please not cool please educate (laughs) yourself and please open your mind because if you because everybody listen everybody who regardless of who you are you make judgments about people when you see them yeah which it's just human nature is human nature right but you can't let those judgments turn into biases but you still approach that person and talk to them as though you don't have those judgments because a lot of times your initial judgments are wrong Mm -hmm. if you see somebody with again different skin color it doesn't mean all these stereotypes you've heard about any numerous things about people of certain skin colors whether you're black white asian hispanic whatever nationality ethnicity 
religion or color or race that you are or someone is it just you it's and that's something I've never been able to wrap my head around is racism how because somebody's has a different pigment than you they are this or that or whatever these evil things that society has set them up to be when it's just not true so again thank you for listening to my tangent here (laughs) but all I'm saying is just open your mind and don't don't judge people based on your own biases and stereotypes that you have in your own mind and be open to you know if you have those judgments and biases again it's okay but be open to changing to changing that and to tearing those down and to being like hey you know what I was wrong mm-hmm. because it's okay to be wrong I actually love when I'm wrong because people will be like hey you're wrong. wrong and I'll be like but I still suck it up yo and deal with it. thank you for telling me I'm wrong that's um Thank you for telling me and educating me. Yeah. And that's how it should now be seen. It, it should not be seen as how everybody feels it has to be is, oh, I have to make some come back at you. And, yeah. And, you know, and that's that's just, it's petty. It's stupid. Just, just open your mind. Thank you for listening to that tangent. All right. Next question. Next question. <laughs> back to the mental health. Back thing. to where we were. <laughs> um, how do you think that being a male in today's society has affected how you deal with mental health issues. And maybe, maybe like how you, how it used to affect you like yeah. before you started going to therapy and then how it affects you now. You know what I mean? Um, I always do my best to not let, not let what I think people think about me dictate what I do, but everybody does. Let's be real. Yeah. To a certain extent. Um, so there's been a lot of times where being a male in general has, It's definitely, it's ex- it's almost expected that if you have mental health issues, you suck it up. You just suck it up, mm-hmm. you power through, you whatever. I was never raised in a ho- household where that's the case. I was always raised to, and just naturally, I just feel my emotions to the extent that they are in my mind. I don't hold things back. I've told numerous people I'm not afraid to cry in front of anyone at any time for good reason. I'm not just going to be like, <laughs> my mom, like said I couldn't go out with my friends I'm crying now no like if, if there's something I'm upset about and that's the emotion I'm feeling I'll cry and if somebody wants to judge me they can go ahead you and all my haters can you already know logic lyricist if you don't know that line listen I'm not gonna say the next word but Listen to the song Pardon My Ego by Logic off of his studio album, <laughs> Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. I believe it's like track t- t- 10 or 12, maybe something like that. You'll find it because, like, it's not like you're throwing a record on the record player. If you are, that's respect. But, <laughs> that's like, but, anyways, I was like, for example, I was at a concert for one of my other other idols in life, John, John Bellion. Bellion. <laughs> Um, I'm on a John another, kick, actually. It's good. He's a solid dude. Another guy, check out his music, but also check out his work and his interviews. And just another very, very real, emotional man in society that's making... Has a good, positive message. But anyways, I was at his concert, and he has a song called Stupid Deep. It's, it's definitely a crier, <laughs> let me tell you. And I was standing in this concert, and before the song even came on, I was like... This is the next song, and sure enough, it was. 
and I am vibing doesn't even explain like it, it was like his music was okay this sounds like don't get me wrong I'm not just like absolutely baked right now this is just literally how I feel this is literally him 24-7 music was just his music was just like flowing through me and he like stopped in between the first and second verse or whatever and he's like whatever you came in here with tonight bring it to the front of your mind and know that you're welcome here whether you're you're gay, you're straight, you're black, you're white, you're Christian, you're Muslim, you're whatever, whatever's going on, you're welcome here tonight, blah, blah, blah. And I just... Lost it. Started bawling. And people in the audience around me, because I was at the Armory in Minneapolis, if anybody's familiar with that. And it's such a it good was, place for concerts. Dude, yes, it is. It's so fun. $50 I dollars for there. a ticket? Yeah. And you get to walk in, and regardless on how we get... Like, we got there. You can like, get pretty close. We got, we got close... For fifty dollars, that yeah. was worth. Yeah. That was an in in, what do you call that in? Not, not invaluable. Something you can't put a price on, unpriceable. In, inval- unpriceable. <laughs> unpriceable experience Un- for me. Oh shoot. It's something like in it. I think it's invaluable, but invaluable can mean like it doesn't matter, but also like you can't put a value on it. <laughs> I don't know, so man. Bad. But anyways, priceless. Priceless. Why are we? There it is. Oh god. That's the word. But I and people were turning around, just like looking at me. Like who is this bitch? And they're just like this kid is crying, and I would just like (laughs) I remember just full on bawling, just staring people back in the eyes, like judge me, go ahead. (laughs) It was just so funny, but it was it was truly an emotional experience for me because like, and and that's what I'm saying. So for me. Personally, there's a lot. I know there's a lot of stigma in society for men to not show mental health issues, and even for that matter, for women to not show mental health issues. For nobody, I feel to show like it's different though. Issues. I feel like I mean I think you're right, but I mm-hmm. think for women, like we're just expected to. I like, was about to say it's. A, we're just like expected to be dramatic. Exactly. Is like the like the um, narrative around women is like like it's fine for us to show it, but like it's right. not real. Right. It, it's it's never real. It's mm-hmm. always dramatic. But, like, it's not even okay for you to show it, I feel like. In, I mean, like, it yeah. is, but, like, people act like it's not. You know what I mean? And, yeah, and definitely it's, like, women are almost expected to be, yeah, dramatic and... Which, like, it's men, not dramatic to have feelings, And men are expected to judge women yeah, based upon that. Yeah, Which, if you're a male and you judge based upon that or you use... Words, we love toxic masculinity. Certain words, such as the word bitch, you need to change. You need to change. Get yeah. your mind right. Another reason I went off on that change is just open your mind. Don't don't say shit like that. Just let's just let's like, let's work on our language. Like when the other night I called somebody a pussy and you guys called me out on it and I was like, Yeah, I oh, said wow. I said let's not equate the uh, female genitalia with weakness or whatever. What yeah, is that? What I said? Something like that. And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, you're you're right. So I've been really striving to not use that word. Yeah. Also. Because, again, I'm not saying this as, like, I'm some <laughs> shining example of... I've done bad things. I've said I'm bad things. I think I'm you're not, great. I'm not, I'm not trying to milk it and be like I'm some super... I'm definitely but, said okay, bad things, I done think, bad things, and I've made mistakes, but it's like you have to fix them. That's the I think thing. even you back to, like, it. how being a male affects how you deal with mental health and how you deal with anything, like, I think you've changed a lot. I think when I first met you, you were a completely different person than you are now. Yeah. Like, sophomore year, I mean, we met in freshman year, probably? Probably. Summer before, it was summer before freshman year. 
But we weren't where? friends. At, was it at Blue's Brews yep, and Barbecues? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when you were, uh... Yep. Yep. Um, but then we weren't friends till sophomore year. Yeah. But even, like, sophomore year, you were a different person. Sophomore like, year, I was a complete tool. A little bit. Because I thought I was the shit, because I a had little, some... Yeah. I had a... I had a... We... Me and my ex-girlfriend, we had a very good relationship for a long time, and I thought I was so cool, and I let it get so out of hand. And that caused me to to treat my friends differently, to treat treat her differently, and I... You did think you were pretty cool. I thought I was you the, thought you were the absolute shit. shit, and... You were also, like, football star, like... Yeah. And, and then, you, were the cool you know, kid. senior year, I end up being captain of the team, and I just absolutely shit the bed, because I'm just like, you know, not, not the greatest at football. <laughs> but, hey... It's okay. It's okay. We live and we learn. You know, Jack is... I get asked... Okay, this is the other thing. I get asked by people, oh, where do you go to college? I'm like, oh, Iowa State. They're like, oh, do you play football there? I'm like... Iowa State? Do I look like I play football (laughs) even in high school? No. No. I am, like, almost 6'1 and, like, 170. (laughs) I, like... I don't play high school or I don't play I don't play football in middle school. I don't play Bro, if I if I played let me tell you. If I played football for Iowa State, I would be dead within <laughs> first, be the water boy. within <laughs> five seconds of being in the game. I'd be dead on the first play. If somebody threw the ball at me, I'd get killed. I so like people I'm like, okay, you know Iowa State is like a big twelve school like it's not just some like community college out in the middle of cornfield which if you are in a community college out in the cornfield no hate to you i'm just saying like it's a big school with a big football team yeah hate hate to jack because he couldn't play football for them right you know so again no hate to a community college out in the cornfield totally cool what i'm saying is is iowa state i would think is like a well-known school with a Mm well-known football team or at least i'd like to think so I'm being asked if I'm playing football. Dude, no. I mean, <laughs> Do I, I wish, look? I, I wish I could say I was playing football there, but I just am not nope. in the physical shape to do that <laughs> because I am a twig and I would get okay. absolutely murdered. But, wow, look at that. Another tangent. Okay. Here we are. Uh, 45 minutes in. All right. Uh, what is the hardest part about dealing with mental health as a male? I think... I think... Because even though you're okay with it, like, you're very confident with your masculinity and you're very confident, like, dealing with mental health, but you're, it's still not easy. Like, it can't be easy. Right. And I think I've realized talking to more people and stuff, how it has affected me and be, and caused me to be kind of, not blind, but but less aware of of things going on in my life like how how I've treated other people for example thinking back on um well thinking back on how I've treated some people because I've been in a mindset where I'm like kind of having like a a hard time with my mental health it's hard for me to separate being What's the word? Not kind. Well, kind, but like... Supportive. Supportive and just like aware to other people's feelings in some instances. Or aware of my own temper or anything Mm -hmm. like to my mother. My mom has always supported me through everything. And there's been a lot of times where I have just been a complete 
absolute asshole to her. And I can't yeah. blame that all on, oh, I've been in a bad mental state or something. But, no, it, but to a certain extent, it's and it's because I'm already in such yeah. a, like, like, anxious and, like, And sometimes that comes good. out as anger. Especially, yeah. I think, for guys. Like, when you aren't taught how to deal with it and when it's not made okay for you to actually, like, deal with it. Mm-hmm. It just comes out as anger. Because that's, yeah. like, the only emotion that you're allowed to feel. Yeah, and most of the time it's, it's like me being frustrated with me because I'm like I need to go get help with this and I'm not and then yeah. somebody asks me something and I'm like trying to think through something in my own head and in my own mind and my own brain and and I just can't deal with whatever they're telling me right then and then yeah. I, I'm quick to to not write them off but not but kind of be like like snap at them yeah snap at them and and so that's that's also something I've tried to be more aware of and work on and yeah. just treating not letting that get in the way or be a, a barrier between me and and the people I'm around and talking to and care about because that's not fair to them yeah. especially if I haven't explained to them what's going on which right. a lot of people I haven't and a lot of people whoever's how many people listen to this uh on average I think we have like 80 listeners per episode good stuff so you 80 well or no, so no 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 people. sorry we have we usually have like 300 listens per episode, but we have 80 consistent listeners. Okay, well, if you're one of the 80 consistent listeners, thank you. Keep listening to Fake Adulting Podcast. Yeah, thanks, guys. We love you. And if you're one of the around 300 and that 80 also included, or around that 80 also included, you guys are hearing a lot more about my (laughs) mental health than I've told some people in my life. Literally. And if you are a person in my life... There's that something about a podcast, though, that you feel like you can just say anything. Right. I don't know. I've, like, I've exposed myself on here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not exposing myself. I think it's, I think it's no, good to like, talk No, but like, I have exposed oh, myself. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and, but if you're somebody in my life, or if you're somebody who I don't even know, and you want, like, I'm not saying I'm some genius, brilliant expert, but... If you want to reach out to me and talk to me about something you're going through, I mean, I'm I I'm honestly open to talking to anyone. I'm not I'm not like you're good at talking saying to I'm I'm again He's not, not a some genius or professional. Neither of us are professional. But literally, whoever you are, if you're going through something, whether you're somebody listening to this who knows who I am or somebody who doesn't, absolutely at Jack Knox Twelve no, on I, Instagram. And if you if you just Send follow me, just because you think I'm reaching for clout right now. No, send I him a will DM. not accept your follow request. If you DM me and you're like, yeah, oh. if you if you DM me, if you want to follow me, go ahead. I just want you to know this is not me reaching for attention. But if you if you DM me and you're like, ask a question or say anything or you or just have somebody you talk or to or need advice about finding a therapist or something, again, I'm no expert, but I can sure as hell try my best. Especially dudes, like here's yeah. the deal: mm-hmm. you're a stand-up guy, Jack Knox. Thank I'm a big you. fan. You're my Thank best you, friend. Mira. I think you are the coolest guy I You're know. You're my best friend. You're the coolest guy I know, too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Just kidding. That's so nice. Wow. <laughs> no, but seriously, guys, I'm not even kidding you. He's a good person whoever to go you to. Are, I highly recommend. Whoever you are, if you got something to talk about, and, you, and He's honestly, gotten me through I don't, shit. It's even if, yeah, even if I do know you, whatever you say to me, if you don't want me to tell other people... That's fine. If you don't know me, then there's even less chance that I'll be able to tell anybody you know. And I wouldn't anyway. So if you need somebody to talk to about anything, even if you just want to be like, yo, what's up, man? I'll be like, yo, what's up, man? 
coincide, man. Th- th- you want to talk about logic? Be. He'll talk about logic if for hours. If you want to talk about logic, me and my John roommate, Bellion. I'm not even kidding you. Me and my roommate have sat in our dorm room for three to four hours. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, yeah I'm on my way about, to some of my about. other friends at like 8 p.m. And, oh, shit, it's 1230. We've been talking about logic for the last four and a half hours. You could talk about I'm anything for four hours, though. Yeah, that's true. Like, if you guys can't tell, I will talk and talk and talk. So mm, that's you why you're made say, to be on the podcast. If you just want to say what's up, or if you just want to, or if you have something deep you want to talk about, whatever you want to say, just, you know. You know. As they say um, in the industry, Siri, I wasn't talking to you. Oh. Um, as they say in the industry, uh, just, you know, hit my line, you know. Hit my- <laughs> oh, God. As, as I think that is the new hip way of saying yeah please feel free to reach out please feel free to slide in my dms please feel free to slide in my dms okay we've answered all the questions i had planned um i don't know if we fully did i don't know if any of this made sense i don't know if this was just us like honestly guys this is what happens when jack hangs out hangs out hang out we listen to one direction (laughs) we listen to one direction go for a drive maybe stop at taco truck and uh talk like this about random shit and go on tangents for hours oh my god look my new bff tyler everson big facts tyler everson <laughs> get him on the podcast yeah he'll talk about all kinds of stuff that's too. true yeah but uh hopefully this made sense hopefully you enjoyed if you did um leave us a review if you're feeling ballsy we love that it really helps us out send us a dm make sure you follow um fake adulting podcast on instagram send us a dm for like if you like this episode, if you have requests for other episodes, if you have questions, if you need advice, whatever. Um, our next episode is going to be um, about how to ba- how to balance like work and life and create a schedule for yourself and stay healthy and all this stuff. So, so you, how to be a fake adult. How to be a fake adult, basically. Nice. So if you have any questions or want us to talk about anything specific surrounding that, send us a DM. Um... Anything else? You know, say anything else? Any last I just, words? Thank you for having me on the podcast. Oh my God. I was so literally exciting. for like we've been planning this for like months. Months. I was so amped on He's this, been so and excited. I've told Mira I'm. Tr- I really want to start my own, but yeah, then so- I started with work and I got super busy. I've got a few names rattling around. Yeah, we're I'm gonna try on and it. get it going, and I'm gonna have consult my dearest bestest friend mirror here to hopefully help me and yes I'm, i'll make sure to get plug one you going. once you get one going and then we can start collabing oh how fun so many super mega dope fake it delicious all. hella vicious <laughs> collabs of podcasts the juiciest of collabs the juiciest it'll be like a juicy lucy of podcast <laughs> collaboration oh god something like that yeah All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We love you. We're so thankful for you. Stay healthy. Wear your mask. Wear a mask. Love everyone. Yeah, I love you too. Even though you, you know everything about him at this point. But yeah, thank you (laughs) You guys. Guys are best friends now. All right, we out. Peace. We out. Peace.